that your testimony tonight? Amen. Let's stand and go to the reading of the word. We read in the book of Isaiah chapter 53, a very familiar passage. Isaiah 53. Who have believed our report? And to whom is the arm of the Lord revealed? For he shall grow up before him as a tender plant and as a root out of a a dry ground. He have no form nor comeliness. And when we shall see him, there is no beauty that we should desire him. He is despised and rejected of man, a man of sorrows and acquainted with grief. And we hid as it were our faces from him. He was despised and we esteemed him not. Surely he have borne our griefs and carried our sorrows. Yet we did esteem him stricken, smitten of God, and afflicted. But he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him, and with his stripes we are healed. Amen. Amen. Let's bow our heads in prayer. Gracious Heavenly Father, Thou the Creator of heavens and of earth, Thou the giver of every excellent gift, Lord, we have just read a portion of the scripture, but truly any man who is physically fit and who knows how to read can also do the same. Lord, but Thou art the only one who can give the true revelation of the word that we have heard. Oh, Lord, your children have gathered in this place. Oh, Lord, because you made a promise that wherever two or three are gathered in my name, I will be in their midst. Lord, may you honor their faith, oh God. May you come down in a special way. May you take control of the service. May you quicken both the speaker and the ear. May you anoint us both alike, O oh God, so that something will be said which will be of uh, an eternal significance. Oh God, so many burdens have come to the house of the Lord. Some may be sick in the body. Oh Lord, but it is by your stripes that we are healed. Lord, when we leave the service, may no feeble person be found among us, O God. May we be strong so that we can serve you better. Oh, Lord, grant it, we pray. And if there is someone who is backsliding, oh, God, may you speak unto him. Oh, Lord, we want to lift up your name tonight so that, oh, God, we can see who you are. And then, oh, Lord, if he be lifted up, he will draw men unto him. Lord, may you draw us unto you. And we will be careful to give you all the praise, all the glory, and all the honor. In Jesus Christ's name, we pray and we ask all these blessings. Amen. Amen. 
Amen. You may be seated tonight. Amen. We're going to talk about the masterpiece. Amen. You are familiar with the subject and the prophet has spoken a lot about it and so many great men of God. Amen. Over here have spoken. I am not giving a new message. Amen. I am just here to share some blessings with you. Amen. Oh, friend, the prophet spoke about uh, Michelangelo. We remember Michelangelo was a great sculptor, a great artist who got uh, inspired one day that uh, I want to make a monument of Moses. Oh, friend, but no one has ever seen Moses. (laughs) So it had to come by inspiration. And we know that uh, God is in art. God is in music. Amen. The inspiration for the true anointed one, it comes from God. Amen. Amen. So he got the inspiration that I'm going to make a monument for Moses. And he had an image in his head, thinking how Moses must have been. And he started working on it, working hard day by day, day by day, and it took years. And he would come and people will criticize. As you know, people can come say, oh, what is he building here? But he had a vision in his mind. And he had to follow the pattern. Amen. The pattern of what he saw under inspiration. Oh, and friend, one day he finished his work. And he looked at a monument Oh, it did so inspire him because what he had in his thought, in his mind, became now positive. So the negative from his mind became positive. And he got so excited and beside himself, friend, and he took his sculptor hammer and he struck the monument. That Moses speak. Amen. Ah, and then it had uh, a flaw, mm, just above uh, the right knee. Oh, friend, and the prophet said, because of that flaw, it made it a masterpiece. Amen. Amen. Because what he had in his mind, how perfect that image was for him, and when he saw it materialize, then uh, he said, yes, I have reached the goal. Amen. Amen. And he wanted it to speak. Right. Amen. But it could not speak because it was just uh, a piece of art. Amen. Oh, now, friend, let's talk about uh, the great sculptor. Amen. Our God, the creator of heaven and earth. He also had something in his mind, in his thought, that he wanted to make a masterpiece. And he wanted to create man unto his own image. Amen. Amen. And unto his likeness. Amen. And as we know, the story in the book of Genesis, and he made Adam. And when he created Adam, he was satisfied, but still one thing was missing. Adam was so lonesome. He was by himself, lonesome. He said, no, 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 oh, friend, can you imagine 
Even God himself in the beginning, he was also lonesome. Uh, can you imagine somebody to be alone in the whole universe by yourself? And then God wanted to have a family. And God wanted to make a man in his own image. Amen. And when he noticed that Adam, something was missing, then he did strike also. Amen. To the side of Adam and took something, a rib. And out of that rib made Eve. Amen. Now his masterpiece was perfect. Amen. It was a completing that, you know, now that great family, masterpiece family, and he put them in the Garden of Eden, a most beautiful place. <laughs> Amen. Oh, friend, you know, an artist will not make a masterpiece and go hide it behind the alleys or behind buildings. No, he will place it in a most beautiful place so that people can come. And look at it. And you and I, friend, when we become the masterpieces of God, oh, we should not be hidden. Amen. We should be set uh, so that other people can see the light. Amen. As the Lord said that you cannot uh, light a lamp and then hide it under the bushel. Amen. You have to set it on the table so that it can give more light. Amen. And that was the image God had. And God was so satisfied when he saw that his masterpiece family was uh, on earth. And he rested. (laughs) Amen. He was so satisfied that he rested. And we know the story that after a while the enemy came. And that masterpiece family, friend, was a wall by the word of God. Amen. That was wall by the word of God. And then the enemy came and he crawled behind the wall and tried to defile the masterpiece. And we know what happened in the Garden of Eden. Oh, friend, but God is a creator. God cannot be defeated. Amen. God was determined to build his masterpiece. And he said, I am going to restore back my masterpiece, which has been fallen. Amen. Oh, and he made a promise that the seed of the woman will bruise the serpent's head. Just from there. And he started rebuilding. Amen. His masterpiece. Because God cannot be defeated, friend. Amen. He will never be defeated. Amen. When he has a purpose, he will fulfill it. Friend, when he started rebuilding, he started with Abraham. But this time, he changed the covenant. The first covenant was, if you do this, I will do this. If you do this, I will do this. But this time with Abraham, he said, with Abraham, he said, I have already done it. Amen. I have already done it. Amen. He changed the covenant and he started rebuilding. And Abraham, we know, was the father of faith. So God had to place a foundation. And the foundation had four corners. We have Abraham, the father of faith, Isaac, love, Jacob, Grace, 
You know, Jacob was a deceiver. <laughs> Amen. But God's grace was with him. Sure. Amen. And then the fourth one was Joseph. As we know the story. And Joseph was a perfection. Amen. And God started, that was the foundation of the monument that he wanted to rebuild. Amen. Oh, friend, as we said, that what made Michael enjoy masterpiece, his work, because of that blow. And Adam and Eve was also a masterpiece because God did strike. Amen. To take Eve. And then when we look at Joseph, he also had a flaw. Oh, you remember when uh, the, uh, the prophet Jacob wanted to meet Pharaoh. And he told him, no, tell, go tell Pharaoh that uh, we are not shepherds. Because the Egyptians have shepherd in abomination. You just tell them, tell him that uh, we are cattle raisers. Oh, that did also mar the picture. <laughs> Amen. Yes, uh, because the foundation has also to be a masterpiece. Right. Oh, friend, but it struck me to hear that the Egyptians had pastors, shepherds in abomination. Oh, sometimes I wonder, friend, when I see people who have pastors in abomination, I wonder if they are not Egyptians. Oh, I wonder about that, friend. That was uh, what did characterize the Egyptians. And, friend, then uh, we see that uh, that was the foundation which was laid. And after that, the body of the monument was uh, the prophet. Amen. The word of the Lord came to the prophet. Amen. Starting from Moses, Elijah, Elisha, and all Jeremiah. And the word of the Lord was coming to the prophet. And then, and all them prophets, friend, all of them were talking about the coming Messiah. Amen. Pointing to the headstone himself coming. And then came John the Baptist, who was the greatest among them, because he had to introduce the Messiah. And then came the Lord Jesus Christ, the head of the monument. Amen. The perfection of the monument. What God had in his mind now became a reality because he wanted to make man in his own image. And now the first Adam fell and he restored back. Amen. That Adam and we have the second Adam, the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. And all the prophets were talking about him. Amen. Everyone will express him. They were typing him. Amen. You look at the life of Joseph, how he was loved by his father and he was hated by his brothers. Exactly like the Lord Jesus Christ, loved by his father, hated by them denominational brothers. And then he was sold and even they put him in a dish, supposedly that he was dead. Just like the Lord Jesus Christ, they put him in the grave, but the grave could not stop him. Amen. And he came back alive. Amen. And you know the story how Joseph went into Egypt. And wherever he went, he did prosper. 
Amen. At Potiphar's house, prosperity. In the prison house, prosperity. Amen. And he came out and went to Pharaoh's house, prospering. Why, friend? Why? Because he was typing even you and I. That everything worked together for the good of those who love God. Amen. It may be prison house. It may be lack of job. Oh, I don't have a job. Oh, I have this. I'm sickness. All those things, man, all will work together for the good of those who love God. Amen. He was a son of prosperity. Typing out the Lord Jesus Christ himself will be the son of prosperity. Friend, it reminds me of uh, a story, a brother, when we were in North Carolina, the brother was sick and he had some eyes problem. He said, oh, I'm going to see a nice specialist. He went to the doctor, the doctor examined him, the doctor said, we're going to operate on you, we're going to do an operation. And they set up the date, he went to the day for the operation, and while he was on the table that they wanted to start on him, his phone rang. The cell phone rang. He said, no, let me get that phone. He noticed that it was his wife calling. And he took the phone. He asked, honey, what is going on? And the wife said, oh, let me tell you one thing. Uh, a burglar have broke uh, the house. Uh, and we have lost uh, so many things. Uh, there is a burglar who came to the house. Uh, you have got to come back. Uh, can you imagine the brother was already on the, <laughs> in the hospital there. Then he started, and the nurse said, oh, no, come on. You can just, uh, they can call the police. The police will take care of the thing. You just stay. The operation can go ahead. And the man thought, he said, no, 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 this is my wife, I have to go. And he told the doctor, oh, no, I have to go. Please uh, let me go. Let's reschedule this operation. And he went to home and called the police, and they did all the report and so on. And then two weeks later, the brother came uh, to Ohio for vacation to some of his relatives. And his relatives said, oh, we heard that you were sick. Let's go see another doctor here. You can have a second opinion about your eyes problem. And he went and the doctor examined him. And the doctor told him, oh, you must be glad that they did not do that operation. Because if they did operate on you, you would have lost your eyes. We know that operation never works. Every time people end up losing their eyes. And the brother said, praise God for the burglar. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Praise God for the burglar. And the doctor said, what are you talking about? <laughs> Amen. And he told him the story. All things work together. Amen. For the good of those who love God. Amen. All we need to do is to love him. Amen. And everything will work together. Amen. Oh, friend, how Joseph was typing uh, the Lord Jesus Christ. And even uh, when he was in prison, friend, and there were two wrongdoers there. One was a baker, the other one uh, was a butler. And we know the baker uh, was condemned and the butler was saved. And when he came out of there, he went to the right hand of Pharaoh. And we know with the Lord Jesus Christ, when he was in his prison, which was on the cross. Amen. Two wrongdoers. One was lost and the other one was saved. Amen. 
And friend, when Joseph, oh, before he came out from prison, he had to be shaved. <laughs> they had to shave him. <laughs> Amen. We need to be shaved, friend, before we can meet our king. Amen. If we have some worldly habits, all the things of the world which are lingering, amen, we have got to be shaved of, of those things before meeting the king. Amen. Oh, friend, but when he met the king after that prison, oh, he became a ruler. Amen. Until when he was passing by, they would say, blow the trumpet, Joseph is passing, and every knee will bow. Amen. Typing our Lord Jesus Christ. When he comes, amen, even those who did smite him shall see him. Amen. And every knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess that he is the Lord. Amen. Oh, friend, but what is special again? Pharaoh made him a ruler until he could even bind anyone in Egypt. Oh, friend, when you came out of that prison. Amen. Amen. If you are a prisoner of Christ. Amen. Christ will give you that authority. Amen. Amen. You can bind anything, and whatever you bind on earth, God will bind it in heaven. Amen. Amen. Whatever you lose on earth, God is going to lose it in heaven. Amen. He had that authority and power, friend. Amen. Amen. Oh, I like the prophet speaking about Paul. (laughs) Paul, a prisoner of Christ. Amen. Not Paul the servant of Christ. Amen. Not Paul the apostle. But in the book of Philemon, it changed. Paul, the prisoner of Christ. Amen. And friend, we have got to become a prisoner. A prisoner of the word of God. Amen. A prisoner of Christ. And he knew what a prisoner means because he was in prison when he was writing that. So he knew what to be a prisoner was like. A prisoner of the word of God. Amen. A prisoner of Christ. Amen. Oh, friend Joseph, when he came out of that prison, he had authority now. Amen. Amen. Sitting at the right hand of Pharaoh. No one could see Pharaoh without passing through him. Friend, no one can come to God. Amen. Amen. Without passing by Jesus Christ. Amen. In my name, whatever you ask to the Father, in my name, it shall be given to you. Amen. Oh, I remember when we were here, I think it was in 98. Uh, Brother Ed went uh, to China, and they arrested him, and they put him in prison. And on that Wednesday, Brother Tom came out, he said, Oh, all church, we're not going to have a service, we're going to have a prayer meeting. Amen. And all of us came right here at the altar to pray for the pastor. Amen. Amen. To pray for the pastor, and we were so happy to hear that they was delivered. Amen. Oh, friend. That's, uh, oh, you remember Brother Branham one day talking with uh, this authority about the tax thing. They started asking him a question. He said, oh, I had some of my brothers, they were in prison. And that just said, what? 
What do you, federal prison? Yes, they were in federal prison. Oh, what did they do? What did they do? Federal prison? So they wanted really to get him. <laughs> that this man must be a criminal if his brother were in prison. <laughs> and Brother Barham said, Oh, my brother Joseph was in prison. Brother Paul was in prison. Brother John was in prison. Amen. <laughs> I like that, friend. <laughs> you know how the prophet was always inspired. <laughs> Amen. Amen. <laughs> Oh, friend, what I like about John when he was in prison. He was on the Isle of Patmos. And God came and gave him great revelation. He started writing the book of Revelation and so on and so on. But when he came out of that place, friend, people heard him. He came back to Ephesus. Oh, the apostle John has come. John, what is he going to preach about? Tonight, what is he going to preach about? Some were saying, oh, maybe he will preach about seven founders. Oh, maybe he will preach about uh, the seven trumpets. Oh, maybe he will preach about the seven seals. All those great mysteries in the book of Revelation. Friend John came and he looked at them. He said, love one another, little children. Love one another. Love one another, little children. Amen. Oh, friend, sometimes we look at a great revelation. But love is what ties everything. Amen. You go to First Corinthians chapter 13, you will see how Paul spoke about it, friend. Amen. And when the prophet went beyond the curtain of time, oh, the angel told him, this is the Holy Spirit, perfect love that you were preaching about. And without it, no one will enter here. Amen. Oh, friends, sometimes people got uh, so puffed up with knowledge. But this John coming out of prison, amen, what he preached about was love. Love one another. Love one another. Love one another. Amen. Oh, I like also Brother Peter when he was in prison, friend. And the people gathered in John Mark's house. They got it in John Mark house in a prayer meeting. Oh God, deliver Brother Peter. Brother Peter, they're gonna kill him. Oh God, praying. And then God heard their prayer. Amen. God heard their prayer and he went and sent an angel, deliver Brother Peter. And Brother Peter now came to John Mark's house and he was standing at the door. And a little damn said, a little girl come to see. Say, oh, praise be to God, brother Peter. God has heard our prayer. I said, what? Although Peter is standing there at the door. No, 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 it must not be him. It must be uh, maybe his angel. It can't be Peter, friend. Oh, sometimes we pray to God. And when God will answer, amen, he will answer in his own way. Amen. And we have got to accept God's answer. Amen. His ways are past finding out, friend. Oh, amen. Sometimes we pray and then God comes and he answers to the very prayer. But are we going to accept it? 
Amen. Oh, you remember even the disciples on the Sea of Galilee. When uh, that storm came, oh, they started uh, just screaming, oh, God save us. And then the Lord himself came. Then came Jesus walking on the water. Amen. And they looked and said, oh, this is a spirit. What is this? Friend, the very thing which was supposed to deliver them, and they were scared of it. Oh, friend, we have got to be spiritual. Amen. Sometimes when we pray, make sure you know what you are asking for. And God is sovereign. He will answer you in his own way and at his own time. Amen. Oh, we were talking about how the prophets were typing the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. And you remember Joseph in prison. It was that gift that he had which took him out of prison. And when he did give the revelation about uh, the famine, the starvation, oh, and if it was not for him, all the world would have perished. Exactly typing the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. God so loved the world that he sent his only begotten son so that whoever believeth in him would not perish but will have eternal life. Amen. The Lord Jesus Christ was preserving life. Amen. Preserving life, man. That's uh, how you and I today can be called sons and daughters of the living God. And, oh, let's talk about David. How David did type the Lord Jesus Christ. So we are talking about all the Old Testament pointing to the coming head, the head uh, of that monument. And David, you remember, one day uh, he was a rejected king. David, rejected king. And his own son, Absalom, uh, started a mutiny, and they rejected the king. And then there was uh, a man who was a cripple, a Benjamite. And that cripple started throwing dirt on David and spitting on him and so on. And then one of the gods said, I'm going to take his head off of him. But David said, no, let him alone. Uh, the Lord told him to do that. Oh, friend, typing the Lord Jesus Christ. When he was despised, as we have read there, when he was rejected, oh, he did not uh, do wrong. Amen. He accepted, he said, Father, forgive them. They don't know what uh, they are doing. Amen. But, friend, when David came back in power, when David came back in power, that man... Crippled man, friend, he started begging for forgiveness. Right. Oh, friend, when the Lord Jesus Christ came back in power, yeah. even those who peace him, they will see him. Amen. And every tongue will confess. And every knee shall bow. Willingly or unwillingly, they shall bow. When the Lord Jesus Christ come back. Amen. Oh, friend. Oh, you know, David, the rejected king, how even uh, one time with the anointing on him, but still Saul wanted to kill him. Oh, friend, 
Saul wanted to kill him. And also the Philistine against him. And David with the anointing that the very prophet Samuel did anoint him king. But here he was standing outside. Oh, friend, like uh, Jesus Christ, typing the Lord Jesus Christ, standing uh, outside of his own church. Book of Revelation chapter 3. And the Lord Jesus Christ is knocking at the door. He's knocking. I stand at the door and knock. And friend, we know the latch is, uh, is in, inside. You are the one to open it, uh, to let him enter. If it was outside, oh, the Lord Jesus Christ could enter. He could open. But you are the one to let him enter. Amen. Oh, friend, even though David was rejected like that, but still... There was a group of faithful Gentiles who were gallant men, amen, who knew and had a revelation that David is the coming king. Amen. amen. That how long it tarry, we don't care. He is the king, the anointing is upon him. Oh, friend. And those Gentiles, you remember, when David became king, oh, he set them rulers. Amen. Over the cities. Amen. Oh, friend, our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. We are going to rule and reign with him. Amen. In the millennium, we are going to rule and reign. He's going to set us up. Amen. As rulers. Amen. Oh, friend, there they were. One day, David fought off that water of Bethlehem. And we know Bethlehem means uh, uh, the house of God's bread. And he had a lot of water there when he was fleeing. But that was stagnant water. He said, I want that water of Bethlehem. Amen. That well in in the gate of Bethlehem. And friend, the least desire of David became a commandment for those gallant men. Amen. And three of them raised without him asking them. And they went and started fighting against the Philistine. uh, Killing them until they got there and they got the bucket of water. And they came back fighting again. Oh friend, those were gallant men of David. Amen. Oh, even though he was rejected. Amen. But still, there were some faithful men. Amen. And when they came, they gave to David. Oh, the water. David said, no, no, no. This man have jeopardized their own life. I cannot drink this water. And he took the water and poured it on the ground as a drink offering. Amen to the Lord. Amen. Oh, the Lord Jesus Christ, God so loved the world until he poured out his own blood as an offering to God. Amen. And by his stripes we are healed. Amen. Oh, friend, all the Old Testament were pointing. We know about the smitten rock in the wilderness. Amen. Talking about the coming Messiah. We know about the brass serpent. Oh, friends, sin already judged, put on the pole. Talking about the Lord Jesus Christ. You go to the book of John, chapter 3, you will find it. 
And friend, all were typing Christ, and Christ was the matching piece of the Old Testament. Amen. Amen. Jehovah of the Old Testament is Jesus Christ in the New. Amen. Amen. He was the marching piece. Amen. Amen. All oh, the prophets talk about uh, the Chinese people. When they came this way, oh, they were very good laundry men, but they did not know English. They didn't speak well the language. So people will bring their dirty clothes and they will take a piece of pepper and tea it. And take one half, give it to the client, and they keep one half. And when you come back to take your clothes, you have to bring that piece. And oh friend, you cannot impersonate it. Amen. There must be a perfect matching. Amen. So that you can get your dirty clothes. Amen. And the Lord Jesus Christ was the matching piece of the Old Testament. All the Old Testament spoke about him, pointing to him that the Messiah is coming, the Lamb of God who was slain before the foundation of the world. Amen. Oh, the perfect Redeemer, the same who was typing Boaz in the book of Ruth. Amen. Oh, that Redeemer, the only Redeemer of mankind. And here now, the monument of God was so perfect. Amen. That this one has come, the headstone, matching all the Old Testament. Oh, friend, then you remember one day, the Lord asked, oh, he asked Peter, what do men say I am? I, the son of man. Some say, oh, Peter, oh, you are... Maybe Elijah, one of the prophets. Oh, friend, then he, he, the question became personal. <laughs> what do you say? <laughs> Amen. Oh, friend, it is a personal affair. <laughs> Salvation is individual. Amen. You have got to have that personal relationship with God. Amen. Your father may have brought you to church. Your father did pray for you. And they show you the way. But you have got yourself to accept Christ as your personal Savior. Amen. Oh, friend. Now, then Peter got the revelation that thou art the Christ. The son of the living God. Said Peter, oh, blood and flesh have not revealed it to you. But upon this rock, I will build my church. And the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. And in the message, the discernment of the spirit. Brother Branham said, that means that uh, the gates of hell will be fighting against that church. They will be fighting against the revelation. Amen. But they will not uh, prevail. Amen. Because, amen, that church is predestinated. Amen. Oh, friend, and you ask me, how can you say uh, that uh, that he was the masterpiece and the masterpiece became perfect? You remember how uh, Michelangelo wanted Moses to speak. Oh, friend, and God also on Mount, the Mount of Transfiguration. Amen. Where the Lord took uh, Peter, the disciple of faith, uh, and he took uh, John, the disciple of love. He took James, the disciple of hope, and brought them, and he was transfigured. 
And friend, he was so, it was so wonderful until Peter got so excited that, oh, let's build a franchise out of it. Oh, let's just make three tabernacles here. One for the Lord, the other one for Moses, and the other one for uh, uh, Elijah. Oh, friend, but I, the prophet said in the message, hear him, I am glad that it did not go through. Amen. I'm glad it did not go through. Amen. And the Lord spoke himself. He said, this is my beloved son. Hear ye him. Amen. Hear ye him. Amen. Oh, friend, Moses was the law. And the law was condemning us, friend. The law will accuse us that you did this, you did that, you did that, you did that. Very legalist. Oh, many people in the message today. Oh, they believe that, oh, God has forgiven me. Oh, my sins are gone. At the church there, I tell them, no, we have to change that song. We have to sing it. Our sins are gone. Amen. If God has forgiven you, amen, you have to accept the same, that your sister, your brother could also get the same grace. Amen. Oh, people are so happy that, oh, my sins are gone. But not my brother, not my sister. Oh, no, no, no. That's not the law that we serve, friend. Even these children here who go to school here, they will tell you that when they go to the classroom, they sit there and everyone is receiving something from the teacher. None of them can say that, oh, no, no, no. I was the only one. Oh, the teacher was just speaking to me. No, friend. No, everyone receive. Amen. Amen. Our brothers, our sisters, if they are in Christ, they have also received the forgiveness of their sin. Amen. And we have to understand that. Amen. Oh, friend, that was the problem with the law. And, oh, Moses. Moses was the law. And Elijah was typing the righteousness of God. The prophet ran. The righteousness of God. And we don't want that. <laughs> Amen. By the Lord Jesus Christ had grace. Amen. And Moses did not have grace, friend. Elijah did not have grace. Amen. He had the pardoning of our sins. He had our healing. Yes. Amen. He had our salvation. Yes. Amen. Oh, friend, the prophet said, Oh, I am glad that God did cut Peter off. Right. Amen. <laughs> that this is my beloved son. He has grace. Amen. Amen. He has the pardoning of sins of people. Amen. Oh, you remember the story that the prophet told about that man who came to visit his uh, daughter. And he came all the way from the mountains, maybe of Kentucky or <laughs> West Virginia, I don't know. <laughs> and he came to visit his daughter. He was so enthused about the word of God. Whenever he read his Bible, he said, praise be to God. Hallelujah. And then one day, his daughter was having a party with a friend. He said, no, this man is making too much noise. We're going to put him up in the attic. And we're not going to give him a Bible. We're going to give him National Geography. 
<laughs> so that he will be reading that. <laughs> oh, the man took the book and started reading the book of geography. He read, he read, and he noticed that there was a sea, that the sea is so deep, yeah. so deep that no one can, bottomless. He said, oh, praise be to God, hallelujah. He started shouting. Amen. And the sister said, wait, what is happening? I know that he does not have a Bible there. We gave him National Geography. What is going Daddy, this is not a Bible that you are reading. Why are you shouting? Oh, the man said, look, oh my daughter, I have been reading here, and I see where my sins, God has put them in the sea of God's forgetfulness, to be remembered no more. Amen. That's why I'm so happy. Amen. Oh, friend. Our pastor used to go to the Indian. And the prophet is talking about uh, Louise, an Indian. And that woman said, oh no, I have to move. I have to go to the city here. No one can marry me. People know about my past. No, I can get, not get a husband here. Um, the prophet said, no, you stay here. Take care of your mother and your father and the Lord will send you a husband here and the sister said no and the prophet started convincing her and then uh, brother Billy Paul when they came he asked the prophet that oh brother Branham what about uh, Louise Pass what about her life Oh, the prophet looked at him, he said, what is under the blood, God does not even show it to his prophets. Amen. Amen. That what is under the blood, God does not even show it to his prophet. Amen. Amen. Oh, friend. Oh, some of you would say, I want a reference. Oh, friend, you come see me. We can get a reference. All them testimonies that Brother Billy Paul shared, I know a brother in Virginia who passed away. He was translating and putting those in the form of books and so on, and many people have read them. Friend, if he said that he him, that means that he had to speak. Amen. That means that he had to speak before we can hear him. Amen. And that was a few days before he was smitten to speak. Amen. And he was smitten. And when he was smitten on the cross, he was wounded for our transgression. He was bruised for our iniquities. Amen. With his stripes, we are healed. Amen. People making fun of him, but he bore all our burden, all our sickness. Amen. Oh, friend, and out of him, when he was smitten, oh, that's where came out the bride. Amen. Remember the masterpiece, Michelangelo, the masterpiece with Adam. And now the masterpiece with the Lord Jesus Christ smitten came out the bride. And the bride was inaugurated on the day of Pentecost. Amen. Amen. That's where the bride, amen, was inaugurated, the church. And you remember, friend, in the Old Testament, how it was typed. Oh, in the Old Testament, Solomon started building the temple. 
Amen. He started building the temple and the materials that he was using did not come only from Palestine because they were not there. All the materials came from all over the world. Amen. Oh, I can see you. The materials came from all over the world, friend. Amen. And those materials were cut in their native land. Amen. To come and feed the other material which was cut in another native land. And when they put them in the building of the temple, friend, oh, there was no bars of the saw and there was no noise of the hammer. It fit perfectly. Amen. Why Solomon was following the pattern, the pattern that he saw Moses do in the wilderness. And Moses saw the pattern in heaven when he got a vision. Amen. Friend, but when the building was finished, Oh, it was just uh, a building <laughs> with some pieces of furniture. <laughs> but then came the day of dedication of the temple. <laughs> when the day of dedication came, friend, they did kill a lot of animals as sacrifice. Yeah. Amen. And the uh, priests blasting the trumpets, singing songs of Zion. Amen. And then uh, they took uh, the Ark of the Covenant, and which was only to be brought by uh, the Levite, not any other people, friend. And the Ark of the Covenant, they brought it into the temple and placed it at the socket. Oh, friend, as soon as they did that, uh, oh, the Shekinah glory came down and filled the temple until even the minister could not minister. Amen. But friend, the materials were cut from all over the world. Amen. Oh, same came from Lebanon. Oh, the city of Lebanon. And we know like in California, redwood, that's where you find it. In Africa, there are some specific trees or timber that you can find only there. Oh, but when they were brought together. Amen. As Brother Tom was saying, like a bouquet of flowers. Amen. Oh, friend, I like that. Our God is a God of diversity. Amen. He does not call people only from the United States. He does not call people only from Canada. But his bride will be made from all the world. Amen. From all the world, friend. That is what happened. And then, now we know in the New Testament, one day, on the day of Pentecost, there were 120 temples. Amen. Knowing not that ye are the temple of the Holy Ghost. Amen. A body has thou prepared me. Amen. Heaven and earth. Heaven is my throne. Earth is my footstool. What house will thou build me? But a body as thou prepare me. Friend, God wants to dwell in you. Amen. You are his tabernacle. Amen. When those 120 temples were so dedicated, and they did beat out all unbelief from them, they were so consecrated. On the day of Pentecost, friend, oh, the Shekinah glory came down from heaven. 
Amen. And they started speaking tongues. <laughs> oh, you learn English as a second language. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Oh, German is a second language. All the language, everybody will hear them in his own native language. Friend, it took them only 10 days oh, to get a degree on the second language. Amen. 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 <laughs> 10 days only. But they were in one heart, one mind, and one accord, in one place, persevering in prayer. Amen. Amen. Oh, friend, when I think of the prayer meeting, we're having here every Friday. Oh, I can see some of the brothers who were really always coming in that prayer meeting. May God richly bless you. Amen. Amen. I have a prayer meeting at home on Friday. <laughs> Amen. It is so important, friend. When you pray together, you come together in one heart, one mind, and one accord. Then the Lord can come down on Sunday and outpour himself. Amen. You get what uh, you put in it. Amen. Whatever you put in it, that's what you are going to get. Amen. Remember one day, my boy, uh, he wanted something. I said, oh, daddy doesn't have money. He said, but you can go to the uh, ATM and get some money. I said, oh, that's uh, suppose that I first to put money there. Then I, after that, I can go get it. <laughs> if I didn't put anything, I cannot get anything. Friend, we have got to put something. <laughs> Amen. In our prayer life for the success of the meeting. Amen. You yourself decide how the meeting is going to be. Amen. By the way, you act. Amen. How you have spent your day. Remember that, friend. We have got to be a praying church. Amen. In one heart, one mind, and one accord. Amen. That's the way they were on the day of Pentecost. And then the Shekinah glory came. And, friend, it did not just fill the temple, but it filled the individual. Amen. Oh, friend, on the day of dedication, God always fills his temple. If you dedicate yourself to the Lord, friend, the Lord is going to fill you. He's going to fill you with himself. Amen. Let that be your desire. That, oh, God, come and fill me with yourself. Amen. Oh, the restoration now. God now starting restoring Eve. Amen. He did finish restoring Adam. It took him 4,000 years from the Garden of Eden until the Messiah came, that perfect one. 4,000 years. Then, and then 2,000 years, the 2,000 years, he has been restoring Sister Eve. Amen. Oh, I like that, friend. And he started on the day of Pentecost. I will restore. Amen, save the Lord. All the years that those beetles did eat, God promised he's going to restore it. Amen. Amen. He is going to restore it. And God planted his tree, his fruit tree on the day of Pentecost. And we remember if you go to Psalm 1, you will see David got inspiration. He saw that uh, tree. Amen. And he wrote about uh, that tree. In Psalm chapter 1. 
And we're going to go quickly. We're going to finish. We're going to summarize. Oh, praise be to God. <laughs> Do you love the Lord? Amen. Amen. Are you happy to be in the house of the Lord? Amen. King David of all said, I was glad when they said unto me, let us go to the house of the Lord. Oh, some brothers today, he will tell you, I was sad when they said unto me, let us go to the house of the Lord. Let's be happy. Amen. The zeal of that house has eaten me up. Amen. Brother Tom preached that title. The zeal of that house has eaten me up. Amen. That, oh, one day in the court of the house of the Lord is better than 10,000 elsewhere. I'd rather be a doorkeeper in the house of the Lord than to dwell in the tent with the wicked. Psalm 84. Friend, and then the prophet came and did magnify it. That I'd rather be a doormat. A doormat is even worse than being a doorkeeper. <laughs> Amen. We have to love to come to the house of the Lord. Amen. Psalm chapter 1. Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law does he meditate day and night. And he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that bringeth forth his fruit in his season. His leaf also shall not wither, and whatsoever he does shall prosper. We are coming back again to the Old Testament. The ungodly are not so, but are like the chaff which the wind driveth away. Therefore the ungodly shall not stand in the judgment nor sinners in the congregation of the righteous. For the Lord knoweth the way of the righteous, but the way of the ungodly shall perish. Oh, plainly that's that tree that we are talking about. Amen, David saw it. And, friend, young people, you talk about peer pressure. Oh, peer pressure is right there. In verse 1, verse 2. Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor sitteth in the seat of uh, the scornful. Oh, oh! make sure you make the right choice. Who is your friend? Amen. Uh, in French, they say, uh, it's an idiom in French. Dis-moi qui t'y je te dirai qui t'y Tell me who is your friend, and I will tell you who you are. Mm. So make sure, amen, you are hanging with uh, the right people, amen. Oh, friend, you tell me, oh, no, 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 I am a believer, but when you go to the house of pizza, you come back, friend, you will be smelling like somebody who did some pizza. Uh, That's the way, if you go with the worldly people, friend, they are going to influence you, amen. Oh, make sure, young people, when you go to school, yep. uh, make sure you make the right kind of choices. And choices are so important in life. And God has given us the free moral agent. And remember, your parents have your best interest at heart. There is no one else who has your best interest at heart. Your parents and your ministers. Amen. Oh, you tell me why. Oh, you go to the leadership. 
See the prophet talking about how a child, first his mother, then his father, then he goes to school, then the ministers, and then when he's through, it is the Lord Jesus to lead him. Amen. Amen. Leadership, friend. And a sheep cannot lead himself. Oh, a sheep cannot lead himself. The prophet spoke about it in the message, the good shepherd. I like that message. Amen. A sheep cannot lead himself. And a sheep cannot lead another sheep. Oh, friend, that is where we get a lot of trouble in church. I know. It is up to the pastor to lead the sheep. A sheep cannot lead another sheep. No, no, no. Amen. Be at your post of duty. Amen. Be yourself. Be at your post of duty. Don't take the place of another. When you take the place of another friend, there will be some sickness in the body. Oh, we don't have enough time. This is a Wednesday service. We can develop that. Friend, the Lord started restoring. Amen. Oh, is the restoration of the bride tree. He started restoring Eve. And started with Paul, the first church age. And then uh, we know in the church ages how he sent a messenger for each age and so on. And even though those beetles did eat up the tree, but there was a promise in the book of Joel that I will restore, saith the Lord. Amen. And God can never be defeated, friend. When he makes his promise, he make also the provision. Oh, I like that. Amen. We sing Jehovah Jireh, our provider. Amen. He make the provision. Oh, we human beings, sometimes we don't make the provision. We can make a promise and then we intend it to do well. But then we say, oh, I could not. I'm sorry, <laughs> something happened. But not our God. <laughs> Amen. When he say, I will restore, he is going to restore. And he started restoring back that uh, tree. Amen. And you know how it went through the dark ages. And only the Catholic Church reigned all over the world. But he said, I will restore. And after the dark age, now came Luther. Amen. The just shall live by faith. Amen. The first step of that restoration. And then came John Wesley with sanctification. And then came, friend, the restoration of the gift with the Pentecostal movement. Oh, that was only a rumor. Oh, oh how, how do you call it rumor? Oh, you know what the prophet said? That uh, he took uh, when the Lord Jesus Christ was put uh, on the cross. The first day, nothing happened. The second day, nothing happened. But the third day in the morning, there was some rumor that he is raised from the dead. Some woman went, oh, to the tomb. But in the evening time, there shall be light. Amen. In the evening time, he appeared face to face to um, Cleophas and his friend going to the road to Emmaus. And not only did he do that, he did something that he used to do before when he was alive. And then their eyes were open. Amen. Amen. Oh, friend, 
The Pentecostal movement was just a rumor. A rumor in the morning, a rumor. He's raised Jesus from the dead. But in the evening time, there shall be light. Amen. Oh, I remember a man, a Pentecostal fellow came all the way from the Congo to visit the United States. And he went back and they started asking him, oh, how do you, how did you find the United States? So the United States, Oh, I had a wonderful time, and I was so anointed. I was so anointed, I could stand before the door, and the door will open up by itself, and I enter. I was searching with such an anointed <laughs> You see, some of the bait that the Pentecostal can fall for. <laughs> it was just a, I'm sorry, friend. <laughs> <laughs> it was just a rainbow. <laughs> but in the evening time, there shall be light. <laughs> Amen. The word has to be restored back. Amen. 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 Justification made a way for sanctification. Sanctification made a way for the baptism of the Holy Ghost. And the baptism of the Holy Ghost made a way for the Holy Ghost itself. Amen. Amen. A body as thou prepare me. Amen. When you are dedicated, God is going to fill his temple. Amen. With himself. Oh, friend. Oh, in the evening time, there shall be light. Amen. God now came in the evening time. Oh, I like that, friend. And he restored back through Malachi 4. Amen. Through Malachi 4, the restoration took place. And then, friend, you remember in July 1964. Oh, Brother Branham had a vision on uh, this uh, bride. The preview of the bride. Amen. I like that. Oh, the first one, the first bride came. Oh, how she was well dressed, so beautiful, walking in a rhythm of onward Christian soldiers and so on. Oh, friend, but she came twice. She came back again at the end. Amen. Meaning that the one who was in the beginning will be again at the end. Amen. No wonder the prophet could say, I preach just like Paul. If those of Paul will enter, mine will also enter. And then people shouted, Amen. We are resting upon that. Amen. We are resting upon that. Amen. Oh, friend, this is what we are talking about. And the prophet said when he saw them walking, oh, they were dressed differently, showing that the bride coming from all nations. Amen. Not just from America, not just from Canada, but from all nations. Amen. Just reminding us of what Solomon did. When he was building the temple, the materials coming from all over the world and coming to one single place. Amen. Amen. To be in one heart, one mind, and one accord. Oh, friend, but we know Nimrod. Nimrod, he did his own. Oh, he wanted to just go up with the people, and God came, and he confounded it until one will speak, and the other one will not understand. 
But on the day of Pentecost, it was the reverse. <laughs> one heart, one mind, and one accord. This is what we want to see, friend, in the church of the living God. One heart, one mind, and one accord. Then the Holy Spirit will freely move in our midst. Amen. Amen. That is the masterpiece. Amen. The masterpiece has been restored. Amen. God could not be defeated. And God is not just restoring the masterpiece, but he's also restoring his habitation. Friend, it was in the Garden of Eden that he put them in the beginning. And now in the millennium, he's going to take Christ and the bride. Amen. Back in the Garden of Eden, in the millennium, and the millennium will be here on earth. Remember the pastor preaching on a series on the millennium when we were here and it inspired me a song, the millennium. But the Tom preached the zeal of thine house. It inspired me a song. <laughs> so friend, this is what we are talking about. The restoration of the bride tree. And the bridegroom has been restored. The first Adam by the second Adam. The first Eve by the second Eve. And you are part of that second Eve. Amen. And now getting ready to go back to the Garden of Eden. Amen. Where we are going to rule and reign with him. Amen. Rule and reign with him, friend. This is why we have to be thankful unto the Lord for everything he has done. Amen. He has fulfilled the word. And now, if the bridegroom was the word, the bride has got to be also the word. Because the bride was taken out of uh, the bridegroom. Oh, I remember one time, remember a brother in the Congo, they were, he was having trouble with his wife. And over there, when people get a lot of, uh, uh, problem domestic, the men tell the wife, no, 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 you're gonna go back to your parents' house. And he tells his sister, you're going to go back to your parents' house. And she says, where am I going? I have to go back to you because I came out of you. That's where I have to go back. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Brother John didn't get that. <laughs> because a woman was taken, being the wife he was taken. He said, no, I'm not going to my parents' house. I'm coming back to you. <laughs> Amen, because that's where I came from. Amen. Friend, the bride and the bridegroom together. Amen. Back in the millennium. And this is the restoration of uh, the masterpiece. Amen. And you are God's masterpiece. Amen. You are God's masterpiece. And don't you worry that why did this happen to me? And the devil will tell you that. Uh, that if you were a son of God, why did this happen to you? If you were a daughter of God, why did this happen to you? Oh, friend, can you imagine David, an innocent boy, and just taking care of the sheep. And then they sent, a prophet came and anointed him. And when the anointed came on him, now he started getting in trouble. Right. Now Saul wanted to kill him. The Philistine wanted to kill him. Can you imagine that? Somebody with the anointed on him. And outside of his own kingdom. 
trying to enter in. That is exactly where the Lord is now. Amen. The church has put him out. Amen. Oh, friend, don't you get discouraged. Amen. Oh, you remember even they asked the Lord that what did happen to this man for the blind man? Did his parents sin or did he sin? And the Lord said, no, his parents did not sin. This man did not sin. But so that the works of the Lord will be made manifest. That's why this man was born blind. Amen. God is sovereign, friend. You remember, remember that all things work together for the good of those who love God. Whatever happened, God knows. And when the devil is trying to tell you about your past, you tell him about his future. That his future is the lake of fire. Amen. That's where he's going to end up. And he's so jealous of you. Remember, he's a tormentor. And when he was cast out from legion, oh, they were not satisfied. They wanted to find another body so that they could harm people. Now let's go to the swine so that they can, we can harm this swine and the people of this community will again suffer. You see how the devil does? Man? He's not your friend, friend. <laughs> Amen. And the Bible says, resist the devil and he shall flee from thee. Draw nigh unto God and he shall draw nigh unto you. And how do you draw nigh unto the Lord? Through prayer. <laughs> Through reading the Bible, listening to them tapes. Oh, we thank our brothers for working very hard to put in all this message. Amen. Oh, friend, when I was working here, oh, when I, whenever I will, I will have my break. My break, I will come here and sit somewhere there at noontime and take some message book right there and start reading them. And I will read them, refresh myself and then go back to continue the translation. Friend, we have got to support the work of the Lord. Amen. The Lord has so much blessed us that we have got also to send someone. If you can't go, send someone else. Amen. Send someone else, sister. Don't you think that, oh, I must be a preacher. No, you were not called to be a preacher. But you can pray for a preacher. Amen. Or you can be like that woman who came and did a service to the Lord but outpouring that anointing upon the Lord. And that woman never said a prayer which was answered. That woman never did pray for the sick and the sick were healed. But she did a service to the Lord. And the Lord was pleased. Amen. Amen. Do something for the work of God. Do a service for the Lord. Amen. Do a service for the Lord. Have that burden for the community in which God has placed you. God has put you in this community. There is a purpose for it. God has given you this man of God. There is a purpose for it, friend. Amen. You stand behind them. Amen. So that the work of the Lord can go forward. And whatever contribution you bring. Amen. It will be a blessing to others in them foreign lands. And the reward will come back to you. Oh, you remember the prophet in one meeting. He said that, oh, you know the success of this meeting? They were because there were two little women there praying for the meetings. 
Amen. Oh, that is your contribution. Amen. You are the masterpiece of God. Amen. You have been restored back. And you are getting ready to go back to the millennium. Amen. That's why we have to be happy. Amen. We have to serve him with gladness. And you have to know yourself that I am a son of God. I am a daughter of God. And confess what you are. Amen. Be confident in yourself. If you don't confess what you are, oh, friend, the devil is going to take away your blessings. You have got to confess what God... You remember that man, Muhammad Ali, a boxer, just in closing. Oh, Muhammad Ali, a boxer. And that man was a non-believer. He was a Muslim. But that man was so confident in himself. He was so confident that I am the best. I am the best. I can beat everyone else and so on. Until Joe Friday even did beat him. And he refused. He said, no, no, no. He didn't uh, win. They did trick the match. <laughs> he didn't win. But that man, by confessing what he was, his body started obeying the confession of his mouth. Amen. Oh, whatever you are confessing, friend, your body is going to obey to the confession of your mouth. Amen. So make sure you confess positively. Amen. May the Lord richly bless you. Amen. Praise be to God. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Let's stand and pray now. Stand and pray. <clears throat> Dear precious Heavenly Father, our Lord and our Savior, Lord, how we thank you. Lord, we have tried with our human lips uh, to represent you, but who can describe you? Amen. As the pastor was saying the other day, even uh, that uh, land that you have gone to prepare for us, uh, that new home, who can describe it? We don't have enough words to describe the masterpiece that you are. Oh, Lord, we humbly come and we thank you, Lord, for what has been spoken. May it be an edification for somebody. Oh, Lord, may it be a revelation to somebody. Oh, Lord, you know all the burdens represented in this place. Oh, Lord, may you go in a very special way and may you touch the life of each individual. May you give them faith to recognize their position, that truly they are sons and daughters of the living God and their sins are gone and the Lord has forgiven them. Oh, Lord, may you grant it, Lord. May you make us masterpieces, oh, God. Oh, Lord, may people dedicate themselves so that on the day of dedication, you will fill them with yourself. Oh, Lord, this is our prayer. 
We want to walk in the light, in one heart, one mind, and one accord. Oh God, may you grant it, Lord. May you grant it, Lord. We pray also for the young people. Oh Lord, sometimes they go through peer pressure. Oh Lord, may you help them, Lord. May they remember that they are pilgrims and strangers on this earth seeking for a city to come. And may they remember their parents, that their parents have their best interest at heart. Oh God, and may they believe it. And oh Lord, there is a blessing which was promised to them who will obey, honor their father and their mother. We thank you, Lord, for the masterpiece, the Lord Jesus Christ. We thank you for the restoration of the bride tree. Oh, Lord, may your name be blessed. May your name be glorified. Lord, in Jesus Christ's name, we pray and ask all these blessings. Amen. 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 May the Lord richly bless you. I leave the service to our pastor.